what's up everybody it's your boy lj johnson here on the lj show we are here with the artist spotlight of the week of jamokc86.com radio the best hip-hop station and gospel station and the on the planet and especially in the state of oklahoma and oklahoma city uh we got with us mr andre speed sir did i say the name correctly yes sir all right man so what is going on with you uh just out here uh being a husband and a father and out here minding my business. Oh, uh, yeah. So look at that right there. And uh, I don't know if you can see it right there. This is uh my my daughter had. Let me see. Can you see it? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so Love my, it. My daughter's second birthday was today. So uh, uh, you just talked about being a father and a husband. So that was that is what I'm doing all day. Uh, so we, we had the birthday. We had a little. It was a parade. Uh, so we had uh, the yard set up, had signs set up in the yard, and we had people drive, family and friends drive up and uh, honk their horns and stuff. Well, especially my mama, she, for some reason, she, she wanted to honk her horn at on every turn, like waking everybody <laughs> up in the neighborhood. But uh, <laughs> but I'm doing the same thing. So uh, just go ahead and start off and tell everybody where you're from and, and what you do and uh, what led you to uh, start your ministry. Okay, um, again, my name is Andre Speed, and I am from Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, I am, again, a husband, a father, um, worship leader, Amen. musician, songwriter, um, vocal arranger, choir director, but above all that, I'm just a servant. And um, I believe when I was very young, actually, um, I loved music at a very young age, probably six between six and eight, my grandmother made me actually sing in the choir. I didn't want to do it, and I was like, she's going to die back in, but she's like, boy, get up there and, and sing in the choir. So she made me get up there. And um, I sang that in the, you know, the little kids choir, and then by the time I turned 14, I ended up taking over the youth choir, playing the organ for them and um, directing them and teaching their parts and all that good stuff. And um, it's just something that I've been in, and once I got into it, the Lord literally has kept me in it. Like there's, there's been nothing else. He literally has pushed me into it. Um, it's been going ever since. So that's kind of how it started. Amen. Amen. So you kind of got the same story that I got and a lot of other, uh, music artists, gospel music artists have, uh, mama drugged me up there. Mama made me get up there and speak. She, she made me get up there and do the announcements. You know, all those stories are the same. And certainly my mom, she did me like that too. Uh, I was well, I guess it, that sounds like a negative thing. It wasn't a negative thing. She made me get up there and sing in the choir, and uh, I did something called oratorical speeches. Uh, a lot of people in the East Side District here in Oklahoma City know what that is. It's like a speech contest where you get up there and uh, basically you you preach uh, a memorized sermon for twenty to thirty minutes uh, without stuttering. Whoever doesn't stutter wins. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so my mom definitely did the same thing. I have this, uh, kind of a similar story to that. And, and uh, so you said you're from Indianapolis, huh? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of, uh, g great albums. Uh, that's where well, I heard the artists say we're live in Indianapolis. So I assume that they are from Indianapolis. So I, I didn't really know. I didn't realize how big of a footprint gospel music industry had in Indianapolis. Can you kind of speak up on that? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we actually have some very uh, amazing artists from our city. Um, these guys all have like 
different and unique styles and mm. the way they were made, you know, what God is giving them. But it's definitely like a plethora of um, amazing guys here. Um, Demetrius Lance, you have uh, uh, Brandon Buffer, you have Don Harris, you have Judah Band from Indianapolis, um, Lamar Campbell, Rodney Bryant. Lamar so Campbell. It's, yeah. of, uh, it's like a wealth of gospel music here. And um, thank God I'm fortunate to be able to be here in this ball, guys. Amen, amen. So you got your song out, uh, "Praise Him," with uh, featuring uh, Stephen Anderson. Uh, I th I think it's uh, a song that definitely will put food on your table if it hasn't done it already. It's a great song. It's a generational song. Uh, so go ahead and talk about the creation of it, and you know who produced it, who wrote it, who did the music, and uh, this what led you to create the song. Well, um, this song definitely was birthed out of the heart of praise because. Um, especially with everything that's going on right now, like in our world, uh, just all the you know injustice and the the, the violence and the hatred, and, um, the pandemic with all the you know the virus and all that good stuff. So um, this is a time where um, the enemy really tries to take advantage of all of the bad stuff that's going on and kind of you know get people down and depressed and you know whisper bad things you know to them and try to uh, defeat them more or less. Um, so God gave me this song literally for, you know, anybody to listen to and literally turn it up and give God a praise and drown out the enemy's praise. So that's what this song is really for. I mean, you could be, you know, depressed or, um, feeling down or, you know, you know, you might be in a state of feeling defeated, but then you can turn this song up and just give God all your praise and sing it as loud as you can and just completely drown out the noise of the enemy. So that, that, that's what this song is kind of birthed out of, um. Um, my producer on this particular song is uh, Will Amos. He is an amazing musician, amazing producer. I mean, he just has a mind for um, being able to create musically. Uh, what I do, like as far as my process is concerned, um, originally, see, I'm, I'm old school when it comes to being a musician and a writer. What I do is I sit down at my piano, and when I hear the melody, I just, you know, play it and I play exactly how it should go in the song and then, you know, create the vocal parts in my head and all that good stuff. And so once I put all of those pieces together, I'll give it to my producer and he'll basically just take what I play and amp it up with a whole bunch of other instruments and all that good stuff. And then um, from there, I'm just, you know, teaching my singers the songs and, you know, arranging all the vocals and all that stuff. So that's pretty much how the um, creative process goes on top of the fact that majority of the songs that I write, not all of them are um, biblically inspired as well. So there's scripture in like every last one of my songs. So basically you, you draw a stick, man, and then you hand it to somebody that can actually, that's a professional artist. That You you know how you said you can, uh, you basically made the course and you gave it to your producer uh, as far as how to create the song and everything. That's, that's just the analogy I use when, because I, I do the same thing because I can't really play good. I can play some chords, and, and but I have to give it to somebody that's a maestro, somebody that can really turn that thing into something great. So that's basically what you did. You know, you you drew the stick, man, because if I want to try to draw something, it's, that's I can draw a good stick, man. You know, I can really <laughs> draw a good stick, man, but I can't draw, draw. Like my wife, she can draw. She's really good. Uh, but, uh, so basically what you did, you just gave it to, to somebody that's, uh, a really great producer and everything. Uh, it's a great song, man. Uh, it's a great song. Like I said, I believe it's going to put food on your table if, if it hasn't done it already. 
and, and so uh what do you see uh what is the hardest thing uh the, the toughest thing right now for christian music artists going on in this social climate and the pan- pandemic and and all this and all that stuff well i think for a lot of i think for a lot of um artists especially like christian artists once the the, the virus hit and uh, the whole pandemic and all that good stuff mm-hmm. um i think it was a matter of we were so used to traveling and you know doing stuff at live and venues and everything and so I think um, it kind of gave us um, a time to reflect and revamp because at first, when it first came on, it's like, man, you know, I'm not going here or not going there and, you know, ministry here and finishing there and doing all that stuff. So we literally have had to adapt to the time and that's where you get all the virtual concerts and, you know, virtual uh, videos and, and definitely social media has exploded even larger. Um, since the pandemic, but I think um, that was probably one of the main things as far as challenging, uh, especially, you know, gospel or Christian artists, it's like um, that that in-person um, corporate type of worship changed over to, um, you know, video or virus style, uh, pandemic style video. Yeah. Yeah. That um, everybody I, everybody I, prays that, and worship with your mask on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Praise and worship with your mask on. Uh, right. <laughs> and so I, th- I think the uh, that's that is the the thing I always hear when I when I, when I ask that question and when I'm having a conversation with another Christian about the pandemic. Well, this is a time that God has we we've had time to step back and reflect and and revamp the way we do, especially about corporate uh, corporate worship. And, and so um, we kind of look at that differently. Like I look at it, I always look at it as, hey, if we just meet on the mountainside or somewhere in the country or something and just sing hymns without music, I'm good with that. Uh, we don't sing. We just do Bible study somewhere. I'm good with it. If that's what we have to do, if the world has gone that bad and we lose all of our keyboards and drums and electric- electricity and we can't <laughs> we can't do all do the stuff that we normally do, I'm fine with just getting together. Let's sing acapella. Let's sing. Mm-hmm. Let's do whatever we got to do to, to fellowship. Uh, do not fret the assembly. Um, so I'm, I'm good with that. But a lot of us weren't there. Uh, now, I say I'm good with that, but it took me some time to get to that point, too. And this pandemic has helped me further see how important it is to just be with the, be with the, uh, the, the saints. And be in the presence of the saints just you know just it's like i'm talking to you right now you know um but it's, it's so important for us to get together and fellowship one another just on a level of i need to talk to you about what i'm going through so i need you to pray for me i need you. that's you know let's so we it has been a time that we had to step back and reflect on what we've been doing and so god kind of has made everybody step back uh, but uh, uh, so, um, so you talk about virtual concerts. Uh, what do you, what do you think about virtual concerts? You think that's a uh, a good thing? And I know this wasn't on the list that I gave you for the question, so I do apologize. You can you can send me hate mail later. But what do you, what, do you, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that, man? With the virtual concerts and everything, in terms of the pandemic and people losing people, uh, may not be working as much. 
as as it used to be and people without jobs and unemployment rate has gone up what do you think about the virtual concerts that uh charge uh, uh people to watch on zoom or something like that um well i, I kind of there there's a balance of looking at um that particular concept for instance um when you're doing your concert virtual right. uh, obviously it's because of what's going on but the the fact that like for for instance um uh, a lot of times when we have a concert that we're in person uh, oftentimes if we believe in or supported whomever the artist was you know they would have a ticket advantage if you believe in, in that person or supported them you go and you buy the ticket and go so i mean it's almost like the same concept except for you're in your house watching it but you're still experiencing this artist ministry and this artist's music and if you believe in it and you appreciate what they're doing i, I don't see anything still wrong with sewing into that artist by way of their concert or paying for a ticket for that concert that you would still pay for if you went first so yeah so basically if you're for me you're going to be for me Right, and you're gonna be for me if I, if if you see me in person. You're gonna be for me if you see me on Zoom. So if you exactly. if you want to support my ministry, you are going to do just that. I I don't have to, you know. But hey, you hit it right there on the butt, man. Uh, so uh, so what what keeps you motivated? Uh, last question: What keeps you motivated each day to get up and just keep driving on, man? Um, I would say first and foremost. I would, I would have to say God because of everything that he has given me and um, everything that he has invested in me, it would be an insult to, you know, to just give up. And I, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm human just like anybody else. I've had plenty of times where I just like, man, you know, I quit. Yeah. I'll probably quit many times. But it's not about me. Um, it's all about, you know, what God has called and what he's designed for my life and these things in me just for me to drop them. That would be like an insult. And then also my family, um, just to wake up every day and see that God has blessed me with an amazing wife. Um, my first son, who will be three in January, uh, it's, you, when you see their faces, you can't give up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I thank God and my family and just anybody who um, may be dependent on me, God might have something in me that they need. And if I quit, I'm like, it's my assignment. So it's like, you got to keep going no matter how you go, no matter uh, where you get to and whatever place you're in, you just have to keep pushing no matter what. Amen, amen. So uh, uh, go ahead and tell everybody where they can follow your music at, where they can listen to it, uh, where they can also follow your ministry, man. Cool. Um, you guys can follow me on Facebook at Andre Speed & Co. or my regular page, Andre Speed. Um, you can follow us on uh, Instagram at Andrespeed underscore co. You can follow us on Twitter at Andrespeed underscore co. And um, you also get our music anywhere where you can download music on iTunes, Google Play, um, Amazon. We have four singles out right now that you can go get uh, called Crazy Home. That's the latest one we came out with. Um, All of the Above featuring Sunday Best Season 6 runner-up with Theo Rollerson. Um, hallelujah and um, greater they're all on all of these digital music platforms go get them right now all right yeah this is the artist spotlight of the week here on jamokc86.com 
and Andre Speed and you say co co means company, right? Yes. Yeah, because that's the same thing when I see Donald Lawrence uh, and co and co that means company. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so that means company. If you if you're wondering, uh, Andre Speed and Company, they got four singles out on iTunes and everywhere you can listen to music. Go ahead and download it and listen to it. And it's always spinning. Praise him is always spinning on gemokc86.com. Uh, hopefully, I can get some more tracks from Mr. Andre. Uh, <laughs> send away so we can spin those as well. Uh, so hey, Andre, what we're gonna do right now? We're gonna we're gonna play uh, Praise Him, and and then we'll talk to you later. Okay. Yes, sir. All right, man. All right, guys. So what I'm going to do right now, we're going to play uh, Praise Him, Andre Spreed's, uh one of his um, his singles that he has out right now. So let me cue that up, and we'll go ahead and get it started. Yeah. 